This, 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 this is mythical. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, Link? I'm doing good, Dad. How you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. I got something for you. Say, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Link. Happy birthday to you and me too. Yeah, I know. I was. I was. Well, first of all, thank you. For that, oh, yeah. for that great rendition. And I, I would just like to respond with, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear dad. Happy birthday to you. Oh, man. And many more. Yeah, because if you're going to give me a happy birthday, well, June 1st is preceded by May 27th, which is your birthday. So, um, and you know, this is kind of like time travel because, yeah, I didn't really have straight my mind like you did that like this comes out right around, right after your birthday, right before our birthday video comes out on my birthday. On your birthday. That's yep. the great thing about this is that, you know, we get to celebrate here and then we get to celebrate in the normal world too. It's like two separate. Yeah, because we- Because I, you know, I still expect my phone call. That's what we, we always uh, sing happy birthday. That's right. Like we brought up in the- uh, That's the tradition. Dispatches from Myrtle Beach that mm-hmm. we, uh, we always call and sing one another happy birthday and everything, each individual person. So- I, I was just giving you one on dispatches for Myrtle Beach yes. in advance. Yep. That was that was yep. for all y'all Myrtle Beasts to uh, to enjoy along with me, and I get a twofer. Like that's that's an added benefit of doing this show that I didn't even know about. Of course, now we yep. got this. We got more of a gap in between the release schedule. You, we, we feeling okay about that? Yeah, I think everything's been going. Pretty good with it. Right. You got the emails pouring in still, people waiting, having to skip a week, but hopefully oh, everyone yeah. will keep it keep it straight in their heads that okay, if it's not out this week, it'll be out next week. And you know, if if you have a hankering for a dispatch, just go back and listen to uh to a previous one. Yeah, and it's kinda like I told them if they have a hankering and don't want to Watch me. All you got to do is just flip on over there and watch you in red on Good Mythical Morning. Of oh, there's plenty of content. All the stuff that's going on. The so, that's right. <clears throat> pretty neat thing. I think it's worked out pretty good. Yeah. 
So as I agree. So as of this recording, you have not entered into full birthday celebration mode. So how are you? You got any birthday celebration plans? With Nancy and I are going like, I think we get back on my birthday, but we're going to Connecticut for a week and going up there sightseeing. Why Connecticut? No offense, Connecticutans. I drove through it once. Didn't take long. Well, it just, I, it, you just see pictures of it and different things up there. And it's, they, yeah, I've had people tell me and Nancy that it's a beautiful state and you can get to, because, you know, they're not big states. So you can get in the car and drive from one place to the next and still get back to where you're staying at night. So, okay. Uh, <coughs> we, we, uh, take in several states up there, Massachusetts and all the, might even get up to Maine. I don't know. We, we, hey, we got seven days. So, oh, well, really, could take a day to get up there. But we got five days to travel around and do what we want to do. So, so this was your birthday wish. If I had one wish for my birthday, it would be to go to Connecticut. And you're now you're going to do it. Uh, that's well, I mean, it was a wish that me and Nancy wanted to go up there and see that part of the country. So, <clears throat> you know, we've been taking a lot of different places in. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're just gonna add some more on to our list, you know. <clears throat> uh-huh. Sometimes when, when you get old, uh, you might run out where you can't, like, like Nana tells us, said, do stuff when you're able to do it, don't, don't put it off. And mm-hmm. Go ahead and get it done. So that's what we're doing. Get her done. That's what we, Nana says. That's her. That's her catchphrase. She uses it all all the all the time. Get her done. <laughs> I know. I yeah. do. I do love that mentality for you and Nana to to. Hey, if you want to go up to Connecticut, go up to Connecticut. It's your birthday. Get busy, and then come back and give us a dispatch about it. Take some pictures for us now. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna take some pictures. I don't have any major birthday plans because we've been, you know, we've been setting the plans in motion uh, for months now for our Christmas trip to New Zealand as a family. Oh yeah, and that has been so ambitious that like uh, we gotta get, we gotta slow our roll a little bit on the on the summer trip. I don't know. I I don't know what. I'm gonna do. I kind of have a, I have a hankering for, I don't know, more of a road trip type thing. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. I don't, I don't think I'll make it to Connecticut, but I don't know. I got I got to do kind of a solo thing too. I usually do a solo trip, like just just me and me in a van. I got to put some thought into this. I don't know. You know, it's I got to take advantage of my birthday to do something I want to do. Like, my, what's my version of Connecticut? I, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You might out there. I, I know you talk about doing something by maybe, maybe if you involve your wife just a little bit in your birthday. Yeah, that's true. You might, you might figure out. I want to celebrate. Yeah, you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. For me, oh, I want to celebrate my birthday all alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I, that might not I go over. 
I ain't too crazy, but hey, I don't want to spend my birthday all along, but you, hey, that that's you. I mean, if you want to spend your birthday all along, <laughs> just get with it. Go on. <laughs> no, I want to do a solo trip, but I don't want it, that to be my birthday. I, I'll I'll celebrate with friends. I'm I can yeah, I'll 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 find a way to cut loose. Don't you worry. Oh yeah. Don't you worry. You're right. You're right, Dad. I got I got friends. I got a wife that loves me and wants to be with me, usually. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna plan. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pull something together like that. We're gonna cut loose. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. <clears throat> I got an email from Matthew Hanshaw, right. and I'm gonna do the best I can do with this. But he okay. says, "Why did the Irishman put only two hundred and thirty nine? Beans in his chili. Only two hundred and thirty-nine. <laughs> yeah. Why did the Irishman put only two hundred and thirty-nine beans? Um, it is chili. Irish chili, not something I've heard of. Is that a thing? I don't know. Because if you put one more in, it would be two hundred and forty. Yes, yes. Um, if I put one more bean in, it'd be 240. 240. 240. It'd be 240. 200. Yeah. Oh, nice. The chili would be 240. You'd be farting too much. You'd well, be bloating I, I and farting. Matthew, if you're going to have 239 beans in it, you're going to be 40 anyway, so 240 <laughs> is really going to, I guess, push you over the edge. <laughs> yeah, 240, 240. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, <coughs> Matthew. Uh, you know it's a really good I, joke when afterward dad's like, no, no. Thank you. No, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just me. I mean, that is. You know, yeah. I got one from Hannah and says, What do a penis and a Rubik's Cube have in common? Now we're getting to it. Now, I've, also, I've always wondered this, and I didn't, I just didn't have the guts to ask, What does a penis and a Rubik's Cube have in common? Yep. Well, let me start with, I'm just going to list out things about a Rubik's Cube. You tell me if they relate to any penis. doesn't have to be yours. <laughs> Square. No. <laughs> uh, multicolored. It might change colors once in a while a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've never but seen I a Rubik's Cube turn it. purple. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If you squeeze that Rubik's Cube hard enough, boy, it, it ain't going to turn purple. Uh-oh. So that ain't it. Um, you can twist it. What? Mm. Oh, that did hurts. that? Did that? <laughs> okay. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't rearrange it. Mm. What about this, Dad? They were both... And this is you I'm talking about. They were both at their best in the 80s. 
Did I get you? Uh, <laughs> what? Well, you were you at your me, best but... in the eighties? When was your sexual peak, Dad? Uh, I'm asking you directly. Hey, until about I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna have to go on on longer into the nineties. But you know, my okay. peak was probably in the seventies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you got in the industry when of when um when, like when you upload a video and then it gets a lot of views but then over time it continues to get views that's called it's got a long tail. So does your does your penis have a long tail? Hey, back in the 70s and 80s it had a long tail. Well that means now. I mean now it still has a long tail. Oh. Well, it still got a tail. Good, good. My penis but that has ain't a what tail. Hannah's was. My dad's penis Hannah. has a tail. Did you know that? <laughs> does your dad's penis have a tail? My dad's does. He's got a long <laughs> tail. He told me on our podcast. <laughs> but Hannah said, she just kept it kind of simple. She said, the more you play with it, the harder it gets. For real. For real. <laughs> you know, one of my proudest moments as a father was when my son, Lincoln, where am I going with this? Learned how to solve uh, a Rubik's Cube. That's where I was going with that. That's where I was going with that. He's a smart boy because his granddaddy sure can't solve one. Some people are so good at it, they can do it one-handed and blindfolded. That's another thing they have in common. Yeah. And sometimes you get so frustrated with it, because you can't complete it, that you just rip it apart, thinking you're going to put it back together, and it don't happen. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. I'm not, okay. My dad's cringing. My dad is cringing. I don't want I don't want to get it where he can't put it back together. <laughs> right. Where you don't get played with and get hard again. So, you know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yep. Don't want to go there. Yeah. <clears throat> but you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, I got... I got another email from Corin Spurlock, and he's just—he's asking me a question. Do you have any good stories from your time in the army? Oh, love it! Well, it's according to kind of what time you're talking about, Corin. But I—I I got a really special story that when I was in basic training, and we were in, uh, I, uh had a good friend that was from Rocky Mount. His name was Kermit. And me and him got to be good buddies, and he slept on the top, and I slept on the bottom. And we were, uh, everywhere you go in basic training, you're supposed to run. It don't make no difference where it's at. When they fall you out and then they send you somewhere, you're supposed to run. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody next door that was taking basic training told us that <clears throat> after the sixth week, you don't have to run no more. So me and Kermit went up to the mess hall, and we run up there, and we got something to eat, and we, we just come out the door, and we was just strolling down the, just like we was taking a little nice stroll down the street. And we got about three-quarters of the way down the street, and it wasn't even my drill sergeant, because each platoon has a drill sergeant. Okay. But our drill sergeant, this guy was six foot six, and hey, you didn't give him no grief. He 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 was he was built. I mean, he was something to be kind of intimidated by. Mm-hmm. And he he looked at us and he said, "What you boys doing?" And I said, "Well, we just walking down the street." And he says, "Y'all know everywhere that y'all go, you supposed to be running." And we went to try to tell him what somebody told us, and he didn't want to hear that shit. Uh-uh. I'm telling you. He said. <laughs> well, well, I was told that you didn't have to run after a couple of weeks. Yeah. He, 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 he said, uh, well, I got a remedy for this. You know, I, I'll be speaking to your, your drill sergeant about it, but while I'm looking for him and speaking, just drop down and give me 100 push-ups. Ooh. I said, hmm. I said, so me and Kermit hit the ground, <clears throat> and he sat right there, and we had to count him. <clears throat> he didn't leave until did. you were done? No. Mm. And we counted 100, and then listen, that we were so tired <clears throat> that we just got up, and he said, who, who gave you permission to get up? <laughs> and that, he said, That'll be 50 more. Ooh. Went down, we did 50 more, and before we got up, 
that time we <clears throat> we kind of looked at him and said, permission to get up, drill sergeant. <laughs> and he said, permission granted. And don't forget, you better be running the next time I see you. And boy, we got up and we we were doing some kind of running. <laughs> we <clears throat> left there. So mm-hmm. that, that's a story I got from I bet. You just walk in like this everywhere. Like, as long as you move your arms, doesn't it look like you're running? Like, doesn't it look like I'm running right now? Well, drill sergeant training. I, I think it, you better look like your legs. Are the legs are like too. this. I'm, yeah, yeah. It, 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 ain't none of this. Arms are like slow this. Motion. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, <laughs> y'all better be running. Yeah, but uh, and in corn, I got one more story that. When I got out of basic training in AIT and we were <clears throat> on a summer camp episode where we had to go to two weeks to train and do different stuff, and I was on the M88, that it's a retriever that pulls tanks out of a hole. <clears throat> Hold and on. It had what? Been r- a retriever called- that pulls tanks out of a hole. What's a tank doing in a hole? If they get stuck or... If the motor blows up, we could pull the motor right off them and put a new motor in. And in about 20 minutes, we could take a motor out of one and put a motor in one in 20 minutes. That's pretty impressive. So we were, and it it had been, we were in Fort Stewart, Georgia, and it had been raining. I mean, it had been raining. And we pulled up. I got a call from my captain, and there was a tank stuck in a hole. And where it was stuck at, it had an escape hatch in the bottom of it. But where they were at, they they couldn't open it. And the turret was turned around at the top, and they couldn't open the top of it. And where it was at, it was a bunch of trees around it. So they couldn't get anything open. They were trapped. And and they were trapped. And the water was filling up in this tank where they were at. And... Me and Lanny Clark and another boy pulled up with that 88, and we jumped down and took the cable. And I mean, the water was already running over the top of the track and already inside, and they was up at the top with their heads kind <clears> of <throat> stuck up, and we got it. We hooked up to it and pulled it out and got them all out before they didn't drown. How many of them were in there? Four. You saved four people's lives. Uh, well, pretty close because I mean it could have filled all the way up with water because those things are pretty tight. What? So this was like pretty intense. Oh yeah, it was intense. When you pulled them out, were they like, "Oh my god, oh my god, hey, per- permission to cry, drill sergeant"? Well, they, you didn't have to worry about them, but they, hey, they got out and they. They told us that they was happy to see us and that they was very thankful for what we just did. Cause uh, that's a hell of a way to die, man! Drowning in a damn tank. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it was crazy. Look at that, Dad saving lives, pulling tanks with bigger tanks. That's pretty awesome. I'm glad he asked that question. Yeah, thanks, Corin. <clears throat> I got one from Amber. Nicholson, he says, what are your tips for staying positive when things aren't going well in life? Hmm. And can I ask you, Dad, would you consider yourself a positive person? Yeah. 
90 percent of the time i'm a positive person i think everybody has some times where they get down yeah you, you have to figure some stuff out and like she you know <clears throat> when things aren't going well for you but right everybody has and mine's been a lot more than yours i'm a lot older but you have things that go on you in your life that Sometimes you just don't have no control over with what goes on. And, you know, sometimes it's just small trifling things, and sometimes it's pretty things that can be pretty extreme. But my outlook is that every time something like that has happened with me, that I think about the first thing I, I try to tell myself, and I do it better now than I used to, <clears throat> but I think about, you know, you know, there's somebody that stuff's going on with them that's a lot worse than what's happening to me. And I need to pick my boots up and get my head out of the sand because things could be a whole lot worse than what's going on with me. So you give yourself some perspective. Say, you know what? Yeah. It could be... It could be a lot worse. Um, so I, I feel that. I I do think that, and you know what? I've I've talked about this in therapy. You know, like I try to keep pretty much every week a schedule of going to my therapist, even when um like even when I don't think I need it, like I keep I keep it because I see it as just me time. And it's not like, oh, I got to fix this particular problem or I'm going through something right now. There's always, it's just nice to have somebody to bounce things off of and verbally process that it's private and that you can just kind of let it out. In that environment, there are times when I've had the conversation of, you know, I'm so grateful for how my life is going. I'm I'm living my dream. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. This is an amazing thing that a lot of people don't get to experience. So I get yeah. to experience so many things. And yet, I still get down, you know? I still have things that kind of eat away at me or eat me up. And I found myself saying, bringing that to therapy sometimes and saying, I actually, no not only do I feel down right now, but I also feel guilty for feeling down because I guess what I'm saying is sometimes I try to take your advice of just saying, compare myself to other people. And it's like, well, I, I, there's a lot of people who got it a lot worse than me. And, you know, one of the things I've, that I discussed in therapy was that's a, that can be a good point, but sometimes it can work against you because I'm, I'm the only one who's me. And if I'm going through something, even if it's small compared to other people, I'm still going through it. And if I'm having feelings about it, you know, I don't, sometimes a, a self pep talk is not enough for me. I need to say, I give myself permission to say, all right, I'm down about this, or I'm upset about this, or I'm angry, or I'm frustrated about this in my life right now. And I give myself permission to say, it doesn't matter how it compares to other people's hardships. 
it's the one that I have right now. And I have, it's totally healthy and a good thing to kind of face it and work through it and not just say, "Mm." and I don't think you were saying this, don't get me wrong, but like sometimes I feel like I'm telling myself, oh, just, just shut up with your complaining. Look at your life. Just get, get yourself together, man. You, you don't have it bad at all. And I actually beat myself up for feeling bad, and it makes me feel worse versus better. So um, I think the counterpoint here is, I guess I'm saying is, I've learned to give myself permission to feel what I'm feeling and engage with it and work through it versus shame myself into ignoring it and saying I should just be better. Um, and then also, and I think this is where I'm resonating with your advice is, but then at the same time, there's a lot of power in being grateful and counting your blessings. So it can be a one-two punch of what I'm feeling may not be the worst thing to ever happen to anybody on earth, but I'm feeling it and I'm not going to ignore it. It's going to be more healthy to engage with it. And then to just um, also have, and also have the gratitude as part of it. How do you take that? Well, there's there's a difference between <clears throat> how how you grew up and people my age that grew up and look at things. Okay, that's one of the things where we've done an advertisement for the therapy thing. That yeah. Uh, I, I have I have done therapy before, and a lot of people my age and stuff just won't go do it. Do you feel like when I'm saying, no matter what your emotions are, just give it a moment and like listen to it, is something that maybe wasn't a part of your uh, your approach growing up? It's not like you, people were telling you this. Yeah, you you. We you just didn't have where you were supposed to uh, kind of let you feel how you feel. You you weren't supposed to stay down there. You were supposed to uh, jerk yourself on up by the boot, bootstraps and mm-hmm. just start feeling better and not having a pity party. And but you know you don't want to be negative about it where. You know, you stay on that downward trail because that 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 can lead to some bad situations, and that's what I'm saying is try to right. You know, to, to pull yourself up, even though it's you know, <clears throat> it, when you go talk to somebody, whoever it is, go talk to them. Don't get don't keep this stuff to yourself. If you're going through something and need to talk to somebody, right? Where it's a therapist or a best friend, you know, you look at things different when whether they tell you anything or not. And and I'll give these people a piece of advice. If somebody comes to talk to you, all they want you to do is listen. They don't, they don't want your opinion. They, they, they don't want your opinion. I'm telling you. Right. Well, that was a um, good question, Amber. Yeah. I hope you, no dicks uh, involved. Yeah. We, we got into it pretty well. <laughs> Swinging around. Uh, <clears throat> well, Link, we're going to uh, get into something a little bit lighter now. We're going to okay. do the non-dirty 
dirty word oh, of the week. Okay, good, good, good. It's time for our non-dirty, dirty word of the week. The word is bum fiddler. <laughs> bum fiddler. Oh, man. So this is not a person that fiddles with bums? Because <laughs> I do think that's a profession. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. Stop fiddling. And if you're fiddling with your own bum, it's you need to wash it. Is it itching? <laughs> is, you, is it itching? You need to stop fiddling with it and just wash it. Keep it clean. Now that's not what's happening with the bum fiddler. No, that ain't when the bum fiddler. That sounds like a occupation to me. <laughs> is it an object? It's something that's probably objective <laughs> about what they're doing. What objective? I don't know what that means, Dan. You're speaking in code. It means <laughs> you don't know either. You don't know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. You no, got to uh, start. Start to tell me, and then when I say stop, I'll then I'll finish it. The definition is to pollute. Oh, or spoil. stop. To pollute or spoil something. <laughs> to bum fiddle it. Is that right? I got it all on my own. <laughs> and so what was the rest of the definition? To pollute or spoil something in particular by scribbling or drawing on a document to make it invalid. What? A bum fiddler is someone who does precisely that. A bum fiddler is somebody who scribbles on documents, rendering them useless? Invalid, yep. Sounds like something. What? Hey, is, is our children? Calling the bump fiddler. Up with, this yeah, contract. Yeah. I'm not happy with this contract. I'm going to bump fiddle this if you don't add my stipulation. <laughs> I could be a good bump fiddler. I could fiddle some bum. I mean, I could, I could scribble some documents. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got a, <clears throat> another thing that we've done before. It said you're never too old to learn something. In the spirit of our birthdays, this is from Emma Gib Gibbons. Okay. <clears throat> I was wondering, what is your zodiac sign, and how do you think that you match the characteristics associated with your sign? Oh. Well, and she puts on there that... We are we are both Gemini's, so we 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 fit into the same category. Yep. Uh, yeah. To, I mean, you, you, yeah. Um, twenty seventh of May through the June first, very close together. Uh, I I can only tell you that we're Gemini's. But I could. I really can't tell you more than that. I don't really know what it means. So you're gonna have to learn me. Did you know you were a Gemini? Oh yeah, do, and do you know what it means? Are you going to school me? Well, I, 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 I kind of, you know, years ago, I kind of, when I'd pick up the newspaper, and they used to have the horoscopes in the newspaper. Uh huh. And you, I'd look up and see what my sign was, and see what it was said saying, and then I got and I got and, and got it and looked up and said. Uh, it represents that we have two different personalities in one. Okay. Do you think? Do you think that this is true of us? 
or let's just talk about you for a second. Do you feel like there's there's two Charleses? Uh, yeah, they could probably, you know, some days there's they is one, and some days there's another one. Well, and introduce me to these Charleses. Well, I mean, if uh, if I have uh, things that aren't quite going my way, uh, I can be a pretty obnoxious. Uh, <clears throat> Disgruntled, ugly person. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And then what's the other Charles? That one that kind of goes along, just has a good time and just enjoys itself and enjoys what it's doing, like like doing dispatches and stuff. So, yeah. But I, I thought it was uh, the next thing on when it says it, they're making them expressive and quick-witted. Quick-witted. Yep. So, but... For me, going back to like the two different links, I think everything you said about the Charleses applies to this Charles too. So I don't, I really don't believe in horoscopes at all. You and I are Gemini, I'm telling you. Uh, so you, you sound like a believer. Well, I mean, I've read this stuff. I mean, listen to this. This is. <clears throat> Their curiosity about the world knows no bounds, and they often feel like there's not enough time to experience everything they want to see. Like Connecticut? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I got to get to Connecticut before I die. And then, 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 this, then this next one, this fits me and you <clears throat> both with what people's told us is, there's never a dull moment with a Gemini. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, keep me around. Spread me on your toast, baby. That's right. Never a dull moment. But it also says this is this is kind of the bad part. It says, however, their weaknesses are that they're indecisive, impulsive, unreliable, and nosy. I'm definitely impulsive. Yeah, I mean, I do something on a whim. Yeah. Used to even, when I was your age, I mean, on a whim, like quick. Whim. <laughs> but, and the other one, is you're unreliable. Neither one of us are unreliable. You, I mean, you said that your pet peeve is being late. Like, you will not be late. So, oh. it all doesn't apply. See, this is. No, that's what I mean. It all doesn't apply. Only, only the good stuff applies. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Only the good stuff. There, there is we something. Just, there's something to. I, I don't know whether it's Gemini's or genes, but like, we have a good time together. I mean, that's yeah. why this podcast works because we both have this mentality. It's like we can we can just have fun. We keep things rolling right along, and Gemini boys. Mm-hmm. Jim and I boys gonna have a party. Yep. But we learned. But I did learn something, and I was never too old to do it. Now you've been through the Gemini training. So. <laughs> yep. Now drop down and give me a hundred and fifty. Well, listen, I've had a good time today, and it's fun having all y'all here today. And y'all come on back in two weeks to see us, and <clears throat> we'll be on the podcast. Uh, on the Tuesdays, and it'll come out on Thursdays. So the video, keep taking a there look. you go. Yep, 
If you got a question or comment you'd like to share with me, email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So y'all have a great weekend in the next two weeks, and we can't wait to spin your world around again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These Gemini boys will be bringing the party to you in two weeks. So I, I, you take care of yourself, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. We did it. All right.